kind of, I'm not going to call it downtime because it's been really an uptime actually just with family and, and doing things, but just kind of more of a laid back approach the last few weeks. And uh, anybody ever hear of a guy by the name of Jabez? What you know about him? He was blessed, wasn't he? he uh, yeah, there's only two verses in the Bible about him, and we're going we're gonna to find out a lot about Jabez as we go through this series the next few weeks, really strong in my spirit. He, uh, you know, right in the midst of nine chapters of genealogies, I'm going to read a little bit of it just to let you kind of see what's going on here. Chapter after chapter, it's beg- he begat this, and he was the son of that, and he's the... In fact, let's read it. Let's go there now to First Chronicles chapter 4 in your Bible, if you're... Uh, have your Bible or you want to follow along on the screen here either either way. The family of Judah. The sons of Judah were Perez, Hezron, Carmi, Ur, and Shobal. And Rulah, the son of Shobal, begat Jahath, and Jahath begat Ahumai and Lahed. These were the families of the Zorathites. These were the sons of the father of Elam, Jezreel, Ishma, and Idbash, and the name of their sister was Hazel Pond, or something like Hazel Pony. All right, and Penuel was the father of Gedor, and Ezra was the father of Husha. These were the sons of Ur, the firstborn of Ephrathah, the father of Bethlehem, and Esher, the father of Tekoa, had two wives, Helah and Nera. Nera bore him Ahuzaham and Hefer, Hefer. Okay, Termai and Ashushartai, and these were the sons of, I'm butchering this, did y'all notice that? Sons of, are you getting my point? Anybody getting the point yet? One more verse or two. Nera begot, number seven, the sons of Helah were Zareth, Zoar, and Ethrian, and Goz begot Anub, Zibabol, and the families of Arahil, the son of Aram. Hey, we're getting close. Now Jabez, here it was. In the middle of all this, can you imagine this chapter after chapter? My commentary said that in the first nine chapters, 500 names are mentioned. Can you imagine all this lineage? And it's tracing the lineage of Judah and all the different tribes, Gad and Reuben, all the different ones, all the names. And it's, it's, you know, for chronological records, for genealogical records, whatever. But right in the middle of all this, these next few verses stand out. Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called his name Jabez saying because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, "Oh that you would bless me." Let's read this together. "Oh that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. That your hand would be with me." And that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. The prayer of Jabez. Some fellow wrote a book. Was it Wilkinson? Somebody back a few years ago, back in 2001, two, somewhere back in there, on the prayer of Jabez. A powerful, powerful book. I remember reading that even years, years ago, but... You know, right in the middle of all of this stuff going on, there's a man that stands out. Now, his name is not a great name, is it? A man of pain. What a pain. He makes sorrow. You know, and again, probably, you know, child, childbearing can be painful. Uh, of course, us guys don't even have a clue about that. You ladies understand that, that pain factor, right, when you're giving birth to that precious uh, boy or girl, but she named him that. She marked him right then with that name. But how many of you know, uh, you know, somebody can try to identify you as something else that you're really not. Are you with me? Praise God. He decided he, he didn't want to be known as the man of sorrow and the man of pain. Somebody, again, like I said, you may have been here today and somebody has spoken negative words over your life and said all kinds of things about you. You're never going to amount to much. All these different uh, words that they've spoken. How many you know those are just words? And you do not have to receive them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. That's for somebody. That was worth 
getting up and combing your hair for just for that today, all right? You are more than a conqueror. Amen. God has never made junk. And so in these two verses, we find out something very important about it. He refused. He wouldn't allow his name to define him. Praise God. And you know, in the Bible, sometimes God even changed the names of people. Peter, the rock, you know, on and on. So, you know, if you don't like your name and the meaning of your name, change it, right? Amen. I love my name. David, beloved, loving, a, a man that loves people, loves people. Hallelujah. I love, I love my name. So he, right in the middle of all of this, you know, his mother may have defined him. She may have even told the friends and the neighbors because she went through all this great pain that, you know, you know he's going to cause a lot of pain. But did you notice the last part of that prayer said that I may not cause pain? He cancels it, doesn't he? Mom may have named me that name, but I cancel that with this prayer to my Heavenly Father. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm thankful today. I mean, you know your prayers are important in the kingdom of God. He called upon God, didn't he? In the midst of all of this stuff, verse after verse after verse, Jabez was more honorable than all the others as well. You know, he wasn't known for winning conflicts, for battles, for wealth, for a lot of different things, but he was honorable before God. Doesn't that say a lot? How many want to be honorable? Amen. Praise God. Be known as a man or woman of honor and and, and demand and, and have respect. Praise God. He prayed a prayer here that got God's attention, didn't it? It wouldn't be, we wouldn't be reading it today. We would never heard of Jabez, probably. It'd been one of those Asherah and Ephelah, whatever, all the different names were there, just one after the other. But here's Jabez. He prayed out to God. You're getting this today. Hallelujah. And, you know, number one, we're going to look today at four different parts. We'll probably do one today and maybe two or three next, um, a couple more next week, and on and on. Actually, Terry's going to be preaching next week, all right? Hallelujah. Amen. Looking forward to that. But he wanted, number one, he wanted God's blessing on his life. I don't know that people today understand, a lot of people don't understand the term blessing. Are you with me? They say, uh, we're going to bless this meal Use it that way. Uh, Somebody sneezes and we go, bless you. Or we use it kind of as a term of like, uh, well, have a nice day. Blessings. Have a nice day. Blessings. It's far, far more than that. A blessing was a big deal. And it still is a big deal. Did you know you can bless your children? Did you know you can bless your business? Did you know you can bless this church? A lot of different things. So, There's people today that are not walking in the blessings of God simply because they don't understand that, number one, God wants to bless them. He wants to bless you. Do you you have that perception of God? Your perception of God is so important. A lot of people think, and I've met people in in 50 years of ministry that, 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 that have thought this and had this reasoning factor going on in their mind that God was out to get them. Every time they messed up, he was there to whack them with a stick and get them. No, God is love. Do you, and we're going to use this scripture later today, but do you think God doesn't want to bless you the same way you do your children? How many of you like blessing your children? Me too. I get a kick out of it, man. I enjoy being able to help my children with different things as they're going through life. Praise God. So, number one, he wanted the blessings of God on his life he considered it very important so he said oh that you would bless me god that you would bless me hallelujah if you look at that word barak and i hope you if you don't catch anything else catch this this is the definition i'm going to share with you to speak words invoking supernatural favor to speak words invoking supernatural favor favor when you're saying god will you bless me you're asking for god's favor and blessing and anointing and increase on your life barak say that barak hallelujah 
Praise God. Here you're asking for his blessings. And I don't know, you know, with two verses, we don't know a whole lot here. But maybe he had heard about his great, 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 great grandfather, Abraham. Did Abraham walk in the blessings of God? We look at the Abrahamic covenant there in Genesis chapter 12 and verse number 2. It says this, he's getting ready to leave familiarity and step out in faith in the plan that God has for his life. And he says, God gives him a promise and he gives him this covenant. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous. Is he famous? I still know. You know about him here all these years later? I do. I know Abraham. Hallelujah. The father of many nations. I will bless you, make you famous, and you will be a blessing to... Is that key right there? You will be a... Does, does God bless you just to hold on to it and squeeze it and count it and pack it and rack it and stack it? No. He blesses you to what? Bless others. Hallelujah. So all the... I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. And all the families on earth will be blessed through you. Is anybody here a family on earth? <laughs> I say, I am. How many want God's blessings? Amen. Praise God. We choose to walk in them, don't we? Every day. Hallelujah. Somehow, Jabez latched onto this. Grandma may have told him, sitting when he was on her knee when he was a boy. I don't know how he did it, but he latched onto this and he asked for God's favor and for God's blessing on his life. Hallelujah. He begins to understand his purpose as, as he begins to cry out to God. God begins to reveal to him, I believe his purpose, and his plan for his life. Uh, you know, our, our whole, as I said a while ago, our whole reason for existence is to be a blessing to God and to be a blessing to the world. Who are you influencing today? Are you influencing anybody? You are, whether you realize it or not, either in a negative way or a positive way. Your lifestyle, the way you talk, the way you handle yourself, the way you... Uh, you know, hopefully, if we're Christians, we need to be talking about God and how big and wonderful he is in, in our lives. As we were singing that song earlier, the third song, all my life you have been faithful. All my life you've been so, so good. You know, I constantly, throughout the week, not just standing up here on a pulpit, I'm constantly recommending people to God. And you should be too. Make God big. Amen. Make him big in the eyes of people and watch him, what he can do in people's lives. Man, just this past year as I look over it, we've had three or four of our young men transformed by the power of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is big, now big in their lives. Amen. He is big because someone prayed for them. Amen. Somebody said something to them and, and let them know that there's, there is a God that wants to help you with your life. There is a God that has a plan for your life. Hallelujah. And he will mold you and shape you. Some of them going into ministry. I think three out of four of them wound up in ministry going through this program. Give God a hand clap today. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord. We bless your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The enemy was trying to take them out. He was trying to steal, kill, and literally destroy their lives some of them would have landed in prison but god but god hallelujah thank you lord there's nothing wrong i want to clear this up very much up front there's nothing wrong with praying for god to bless you some, oh i'm just so unworthy oh i'm just so unripe no you're not you are a king's kid. You're a child of God. You're an heir and a joint heir with him. Praise God. His royal blood flows in your veins. Hallelujah. Praise God. Get that unworthiness thing kicked out of your life. Amen. You'll never be able to measure up in yourself. But in Christ, in Christ, you are 
more than a conqueror. There's nothing the devil can bring at you that you can't stop and defeat. I say that. We're going to talk about that under point four of this sermon later on here in a few few weeks. Sometimes it's just a matter of us getting our spirit man right, getting it connected with God, beginning to see ourselves who we really are. Are you with me today? Hallelujah. Maybe he heard about Abraham or maybe he heard about Jacob. Maybe his grandma or grandpa told him the story of Jacob. How many remember that when he was about ready to go in to the promised land there and, 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 and meet Esau and all of this stuff? He stayed the night over across the brook by himself, didn't he? And he had a, a wrestling. He wrestled with a man all night long. Let's look in here. And he said this in Genesis chapter 32. The guy, God, most uh, commentaries believe that he's wrestling with. He said, man, you know. Give it up. <laughs> he said, let me go for the day breaks. But Jacob said, I will not let you go except what? You bless me. Wow, that is powerful, isn't it? I will not let you go. I'm holding on to you until you bless me. Praise God. Maybe he heard about Jacob, as I said. Hallelujah. And you know, in fact, there were a lot of blessings back in the day. If you read Deuteronomy there, I think chapter 33, we see Moses blessing all the different tribes. You know, if you look in that, I think it's, yeah, First Chronicles 33, somewhere along there, he's blessing each. And it's a, if you read those, go back and read those blessings. It, it was a different blessing for each tribe. He knew, he knew kind of like, you know, uh, in Revelation chapter 2 and 3, we see the the. the John in the spirit on the Lord's day writing some things about the seven churches. Well, Moses, as he's getting ready to to depart this life, speaks a blessing over all the different tribes of of Israel. And so go back and read that. It's it's powerful to see the, the blessing. But there was a priestly blessing back then. And this is one that we probably have all heard. I'm going to read it today. Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 through 26. I call it the priestly blessing. Blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Hallelujah. Is that powerful? What a blessing. What a blessing. How many receive that today? Amen. I speak it over your lives. Number one, bless me and keep me. Number two, make his face Shine upon me. May he be pleased, in other words, with me, my actions, what I'm doing, the life I'm living. May he be gracious to me. May he be merciful to me. May he turn his face toward me, giving me his approval. How many like to see the face of God turn towards you and say, that's my boy right there. That's my girl right there. Hallelujah. I'm proud of them. Praise God. When we are living in covenant with God, we can expect that. Remember God looking down on Jesus, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. So, and lastly, give us peace. Hallelujah. God makes it very, very clear. And we're going to look at some more scriptures in just a moment that He wants to bless our lives. Anybody understand that? Are you getting this today? How many of you already knew this? Most of you already knew it, right? But is it good to have it reiterated with scriptures? And sometimes I'm preaching to myself here. Sometimes we we live beneath when we could be living up here because we just get busy living life and we forget that there is a supernatural power that can kick in in our lives if we'll call upon God and just trust Him with our lives and watch Him I, you know, I walk in the favor and the blessing of God. I remember when I first started my business uh, with Zepp 25 years ago or so, 26 maybe. I had zero accounts and zero dollars coming in. Every month I started at zero. Everybody say zero. And I still start at zero. <laughs> I've, I have learned the faith walk. I have learned the faith venture with God. I'm a straight commission salesperson, but 
we somewhere along in there after I'd, I'd been five or six years into this we we pioneered this church maybe seven or eight years into it by then god had already blessed my business to the point where i didn't have to have a big salary to pastor a church are you with me kind of like paul was a tent maker i was a salesman okay all right and but i remember starting from scratch from zero driving down the highways and seeing an account off over here, Freightliner or Penske or City of Oklahoma City, Midwest City, City of Yukon, all these different accounts. And I would go in and sometimes it would be almost like a, what the heck are you doing in here, boy? How many are with me? It was a cold, anybody ever done any cold calling? <laughs> Probably, yeah, where you walk in. It's a, it can sometimes get tough, but they say, a lot of people give up. I forget all the stats after one, after two, after three. I was the guy that went back five times. <laughs> Amen. I'm not giving up. And then finally, I've literally, I've literally had them say, man, you're not giving up, are you, on me? I said, no, you're going to buy something from me someday. Sure enough, lo and behold, built a business to over 400 accounts. God blessed me. But I would drive by these accounts after I'd gone in there as I'm driving. Oh, there's that one I was in last week. In the name of Jesus, I claim that for me and my family. I walk in the blessings of God. Hallelujah. God did it, didn't he? Hallelujah. He blessed me and gave increase. That'll be next week when we talk about enlarging our borders. But how many has ever read, this thing's going off here saying, did you fall? No, I'm okay. All right. I did not fall. <laughs> okay. God blessed me with this. Didn't cost me a penny. Hallelujah. Give God praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Out of 100 people at this, at this uh, EOG meeting, they called my name. <laughs> Woo! Praise God. Can we walk in the blessings of God? Hallelujah. Saying I'm getting a little too riled up here. <laughs> praise God. We don't care, do we? Hallelujah. What was I saying? Oh, Deuteronomy. How many ever read Deuteronomy 28? Oh, my. Terry, I think. Terry's been doing a great series on Wednesday night. If you've missed that, you need to go back and listen to the podcast. There's some great, great stories of Job, Deuteronomy 28, just on and on on the blessings of God. Some great teaching. Last week was some of the hindrances. Can we hinder the blessings of God? Yes, we can. So, but let's read. I'm just going to read the first 10 verses here. There's really 14, but we're going to. And then starting in verse 15, it goes into the cursings of God. How many had rather walk in the blessings? Yeah, so we're not even going to read about the other bad stuff. I'd rather focus on the things that God does want to do for me in my life. So he says this. Here's your blessing. And, and I'm saying that today to say this. Blessings come from obedience. Blessings come from from obedience. Is it important to be obedient to God? It's a big deal. It's a big deal to God. Be obedient. You may not come tomorrow. You may not come the next day. You may not say, oh, preacher, I've tried that obedience. Well, keep holding on. Amen? Keep holding on. It's coming. There were days, like I said, when the accounts weren't coming in. And then all of a sudden, one by one, one by one, two by two, every day. 20-something new accounts every month. Just bam, bam, bam. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Okay, Deuteronomy 28. The blessings for obedience. If you fully obey the Lord your God, and you carefully keep all His commandments that I'm giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of this world. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and your breadboards. Woo! How many like that? The breadboards even. Anybody like bread? Woo! Hallelujah. Will be blessed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. How many can handle that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, there it is. I saw that one. She tells me she does that every once in a while. I never get to see it. Woo, there it is. All right. Praise the Lord. Number seven, the Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They'll attack you from one direction, 
and they'll scatter from you in seven. <laughs> Love that. The Lord will guarantee. Everybody say guarantee. Yeah, I guarantee you. Yeah, that's country boy. A blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is, what? Giving you. Can God give you land? Wow. Hallelujah. His storehouse is full, isn't it? Praise God. As he swore he would do. If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, the Lord will establish you. That's a power word. As his holy people, as he swore he would do. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are a people claimed by the Lord and they will stand in awe of you. Wow. When Israel was obeying God, that's exactly what happened. Would we agree? But when they begin to worship other gods, when they begin to get away from God, we see them going into Grecian uh, captivity, Babylonian captivity, Roman captivity. Every time they tried it their way, they'd go back to some stinking idol that they learned about back in Egypt or something. I don't know what was wrong with those folks, but they kept going back to some other means other than God, and there would be punishment for it. Because, again, right here he says, if you'll do this, I'll do this. Is it important to be obedient to God? Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all got that? Shake your heads this way if you got it. All right. Hallelujah. Proverbs 10, says this. Some more scriptures here. The blessings of the Lord, it makes what? Rich. And he adds no sorrow with it is it okay to be rich god can bless you with it again and how you use it you know there's you know back in the day there was uh what was it uh, there was a, a mindset a concept of god that you know if you were a christian you weren't supposed to have a lot of money and materialism and all of this stuff it even goes back to the franciscan monks i believe back way back into the three four hundred A.D., I forget the guy, maybe Francisco or whatever, was lived a life of poverty. And if that's what you want to do, that's, that's fine. But it's not God's plan, neither is it God's plan for you to uh, boast in all the things that you do have. There's two ends of the spectrum. Are you with me? God wants you living above, not beneath. But you have to be a good steward of what God blesses you with. You can hoard it and pack it and stack it. Or you can share it and get more and more and more. As you give out, give and it shall be given you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give unto your bosom. Hallelujah. It's a principle. It's a godly principle. As he blesses you, you bless others. Hallelujah. But it's not just... The blessings of God are not just money either. Are you with me? Sometimes we think of it that way. Sometimes it's relational. Friends and family. How many consider your family a blessing? I know you've spent a lot of time with them lately. Be careful. No. <laughs> They're a blessing, aren't they? And your friends, your neighbors, your church family. Y'all are such a blessing. Wow, you really are. I've said it before. I love my church family in the same way I do my earthly family. Amen? We're doing life together, aren't we? We're doing life together. So it's relational. It can be a spiritual blessing. Hallelujah. The times with the Lord in His presence. Watching Him move by His Spirit in your life. Just like this morning, man, I got blessed on a couple of those songs. They were singing just the blessings of God. In fact, he, Ephesians 1, let's go ahead and throw this in there. Verse number 3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with what? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. I'm thankful for the spiritual blessings that I've in, enjoyed over my life many, many times. Just being in his presence, just 
Oh, I look back. I can, I can picture myself in every church that I've been in Hollis, Oklahoma, in Ardmore, Oklahoma, in Hobbs, New Mexico. I, there, there are some times that I had with God that caused me to never, ever, ever doubt his existence or his faithfulness. You know what I'm talking about. How many of you have some times with, in God's presence that you knew, that you knew, that you knew? Because sometimes we question God, don't we? When we're going through deep, dark uh, things in our lives, and, and I, I've, I've gone through a divorce, so I understand pain and hurt and agony and crying and tears and, and all of that stuff. I've been there. But, oh, when I would get in his presence, mm, praise God, he would begin to build me up and say, I'm not through with you. Hallelujah. I'm still going to use you. Hallelujah. So spiritual blessings, physical blessings. These are the ones we think about. Our health, our home, our car, the things that we have. How many of you glad for your shower? Boy, somebody. Is that Bev back there? Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How many glad for your stove? Hallelujah. How about the microwave? You like that? Any, are you guys glad for the dishwasher? <laughs> no, I'm missing with you. Yeah, so many things that we bless. I'm glad I didn't have to get up and hitch up the horse and, and put the saddle and the bridle on. And This morning, uh, out in the cold, uh, uh, Dina out there, she, she, she might ride her horse to church someday, right? <laughs> Who knows? I doubt it. Okay. Amen. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm thankful for the physical blessings every one of them that God has blessed me with. Then there's emotional blessings. Can God bring you out of the depths of despair? Can he do that? Yes, he can. There's testimonies in this church of God healing people of depression, praise God, and bringing them out of that deep, dark tunnel and that situation they were in in their lives. David cried out to God at one point when he was going through that season in his life. He cried out to the Lord. He said, and the Lord heard me. And he delivered me, and he brought me up out of that miry clay, and he set my feet up on a rock and established my goings and gave me a new song. Even praise to God. Hallelujah. So emotional blessings. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 7, verse number 7, another scripture today. Many do not walk in God's blessings simply because they do not ask. And I've mentioned that already, but ask and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asks, receives. And he that seeks, finds. And to him that knocks, it shall be opened. Hallelujah. Praise God. God wants to bless you. Let's say that. God wants to bless me. Say it again. God wants to bless me. I believe it, and I receive it. Hallelujah. 20, there we go. Here we go. God, let's say it again. God wants to bless me in 2023. One more time. God wants to bless me in 2023. Woo. They say you say something three times. That'll get down in your spirit right there. Hallelujah. He wants to Hallelujah. I believe that we can pray big and believe big. Amen. And watch God and begin to live big. I think, what was the title of this thing here? What was it? Uh, pray in large and live in large. Amen. I renamed it about three times. My first title was The Prayer of Jabez Still Working Today. Hallelujah. That, that'll preach too. Pray large, live large. Watch God. Bless you. He wants to. Hallelujah. A couple more scriptures. James 4, verse 2, talking about not having anything. It says, you have not, at the very part, you have not, at the last part, you have not because what? You ask not. I'm convinced there's a lot of people, as I said at the very start, living beneath their rights and privileges simply because they do not ask for the supernatural blessing and favor of God on their life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The blessed man in Psalms 1. I didn't put this on the scripture, but he's another prime example. Terry spent a whole session on that. Listen to that. Uh, he didn't, it says he didn't hang out at Sin Saloon. He didn't shrink down Dead End Road. He didn't go to Smart Mouth College. 
He thrilled at God's word. He meditated. Amen? Well, that's the message version. He, he understood that God wanted to bless him and be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water. He was the blessed, blessed man. We're winding this down. Jacob, I mean Jacob, Jabez, here we go. He lived an honorable life. He used his blessings. I want to believe this, to bless others. Hallelujah. Wealth, I'm going to say this, and you can write this if you want to. Wealth is a blessing when it's used the way God intended it to be used. Thank you to all of you. You bless this church. Amen? And we bless others, literally sending the gospel right now around the world. Praise God. Doing missionaries, uh, supporting missionaries, teen challenge, on and on. We get a report of all that here at the end of January of what all, how God has used the resources. We always make sure, I'll just say this up front, that we give more than 10% to other ministries every year. You bless this church. We want to pay tithes too. And so far it's worked. It's every year. Again, last year was a great year. Uh, The year before that, God blessed us. So it works. Y'all about to get it. I can tell you're like, okay, I got this. One more scripture. And this is so important. It's a powerful, powerful nugget. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 and 11. God will give you the resources to bless other people. It may be your talents. It may be something physical. It may be, but but let's, let's read this. God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances. Woo! And whatever the need be, self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support, and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. As it is written... He, the benevolent person, scatters abroad. He gives to the poor. His deeds of justice and goodness and kindness and benevolence will go on and endure forever. Now, here it is. And God, who provides the seed. Punch your neighbor and say, you need to hear this, all right? You need to hear this. God's going to provide the seed. What do you have in your hand? Use it for seed. Amen. God who provides the seed for the sower and the bread for the eating will also provide and what? Multiply your resources for what? For me to pack and stack and rack. No. For what? For sowing and increase the fruits of your righteousness which manifests itself in active goodness, kindness, and charity. Thus you will be enriched, where? In all things. And in what? Every way, so that you can be generous. Everybody say that. Generous. And your generosity, as it is administered by us, will bring forth thanksgiving to God. Isn't that the way it works, baby? Hallelujah. You give, God gives you the seed. You're the good steward of it. You use it to bless others. And then you turn back and you bless God. And it's just an ongoing circle of bless, bless, bless. I am blessed. Amen. Every day that I live. We used to sing that. In fact, Terry and I sang that Wednesday night. I am blessed every day that I live. When I wake up in the morning till I lay my head to rest. I am blessed. Let's stand together. If you're blessed. Hallelujah. Praise God. God heard Jabez's prayer, didn't he? Says he did. Said he what granted his request. Hallelujah. He granted his request. Lord, we thank you today for this powerful text in your word. Lord, hidden in the midst of a lot of genealogy, there's a man that stood out. Among all of those men, doesn't even mention his family or his genealogy. It just begins talking about him, that he was honorable. And yet, those that tried to define him as a man that brought pain, he refused to accept that. 
Somebody had told him about you, God, and he began to pray to you. And you began to bless his life. Thank you, Lord, for Jabez. It's a, a pattern for us today. It's a, it's a revelation for some of us here today. God, all these scriptures over and over again in your word. It reminds us God is good and he's faithful and he wants to bless his people, Lord. I pray that people grab hold of this today, Lord, that the seed, as we mentioned in this last scripture, Lord, some of them have the seed right now in their hand and the ability to bless someone. God, I pray that you show them where to plant that seed and God, it will produce a mighty mighty harvest for you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Maybe you're here today and by an upraised hand, you'd say, I haven't really totally understood the blessings of God, but what you've said today has touched my life and impacted me, and I want to walk in God's blessings. Anywhere in this building today, I haven't totally understood. Yes, in the back there. I haven't totally, come on, I haven't totally understood that I can have the supernatural favor of God on my life if I'll just honor God and I'll be obedient to God. Amen. Several hands have been raised today. Now you're here today and maybe you've already been walking in His favor and blessings, but I want you to raise your hand. I want God's blessings and favor on my life in 2023. I want to be a good steward of what God blesses me with. I don't want to just hold on to it. I want to share it. I want to use it to bless others with. Oh, hands everywhere. I want to be a blessing to people in my life, maybe my neighborhood, maybe someone at work that's a single-parent mom that doesn't know how she's going to pay the electric bill. Maybe someone, a neighbor across the street that I can take some food over to when they're sick. I want to be a blessing. God, as you blessed me, I want to bless others. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe you're here today and you've even been disobedient in doing what God, God has spoken something into your heart to bless someone and you've been disobedient in that area. You can repent right now here today. God, you've moved on my heart and I've got in the flesh and I've refused to let go of the seed that was in my hand. I repent right now. If that's you, let's say it. Lord, I repent. Lord, I repent of not using that seed that you gave me to bless others with. Thank you. Thank you, God. I will not allow that to happen again in the name of Jesus. When you move those promptings of the Spirit within me, I will be quick to obey and release it and cast my bread up on the water. Watch it return back to me, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. One is they're going to sing this song. It sounds like the one that I was really blessing me earlier today. All my life, God, you've been faithful and you've been good. Just love him today and thank him for his blessings and his favor on your life as they sing this. Yeah. 
song says, uh, all my life. Emphasis on the word all. God has been faithful to me, to everybody here. I think about, I'll be specific to myself. Uh, God, through, through my, all the hardships of marriage, he's been there. He's been faithful in our marriage, in my, my marriage. All, anything, everything that we've been through, he's been there with me through everything. And that for that and that alone, I give him all glory and all praise. Life is long. There, there's a lot of things that happens along the way. But like Sheila was saying, he's our, he's our constant that is always there through everything. And without that, without him being there for us all our lives and it just, just being there it's just it's really hit my spirit and um, I just praise you God we thank you Lord Jesus for just everything that you've done in our lives in 2022 God this new year Father it was so awesome that it's on a Sunday that we're able to come together here today, Father, and just praise you and give you all glory for the amazing things that are coming here in 2023, not, not only for just us, but for this church, and we're just expecting just amazing, amazing things, Father. I, I was praying earlier, and I just, I, I, the two words that came to mind is, I'm ready. I'm so ready to see what you have in store for us, for my family, for this church. God, I just, we love you. Unity commands a blessing, Father, and this church has unity. God, I just ask that as soon as we step out of this chapel, that we, we are laser focused on what you have in store for us for this year. Help us to not take lightly your commandments. God, I just uh, give you all glory. Your, your presence is so sweet this morning. Help us to rest in the fact that you are there with us all the time. In our darkest, darkest times, God, that you are there. You are the light in our darkness. Praise you, Lord. Father, we, we love you. We thank you just for, for this day, this beautiful day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.